Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Thursday, brought to you in the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. We were just talking about the Huskies. They're looking for a bounce-back effort this weekend against Arizona. And joining us now to talk about Washington in that game is our good friend Christian Capel of The Athletic, at Christian Capel on Twitter. He covers the Huskies for The Athletic. You can check out his podcast, Say Who, Say Pod. Christian, good morning to you, man. I just uh, you, you had a piece out. We were, we were reading it and going over it here in our last segment about Washington's defense. Are, are you surprised at what you've seen the last two weeks? Like, I know it's always hard early in the season when you're not sure how stiff the competition is, but Washington felt like they were steamrolling people, and now back-to-back weeks. It's been really ugly for them, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised. I'm surprised that they've given up 40-plus. Um, definitely surprised they gave up 45 to Arizona State, especially with their their backup quarterback playing most of that game. I probably wouldn't have guessed that. But, you know, this was a, a defense that had a lot of questions to answer, even coming into the season. Um, I think most people kind of generally accepted that, you know, with the way that the personnel turned over, um, the guys they lost to the draft, this wasn't necessarily going to be another, like, reloading year for them, particularly in the secondary. They had a bunch of guys um, who were going to start for them in the secondary who were kind of unproven or had played some but were you know really needing to take that next step um to kind of maintain that standard that they'd had back there Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of those guys are banged up so i think they had questions to answer back there to begin with and now you're you're depending on guys who haven't played that much before some guys who are playing through injuries i think they played 11 different dbs against arizona state and you know, their co-defensive coordinator, Chuck Morrell, on Monday was going to ask, you know, hey, what was the mindset on, on rotating so many guys? And he said necessity. So <laughs> I think they're trying to find the right combination with some guys out. They're trying to get some guys healthy. And then I, I just I don't think that they, they quite have the level of, of personnel that the Washington fans have become accustomed to in the first place. Well, and how big is this weekend's game for them? Not just because they, they need to get off the schneid here, Christian, but you come back home, you get beat up a little bit last week and buy a backup quarterback. You don't play a great game against UCLA. I'm I'm curious, I, I reading your piece, I, I, I got to admit, I, I watch a lot of Husky football, but following somebody like you, you get the in-depth knowledge of there are three different dudes just at one quarterback cornerback position because of injury, and, and, and they lost some guys, as you mentioned, to the draft. I'm curious how important you think this game is for them just from a confidence standpoint, right? That defense statistically doesn't look, but the last couple of weeks we've seen kind of what it is. How big is this this for them to get off the mat and 
to get back to maybe who they were a little bit the first four weeks of the season? Yeah, it's a really big deal. And I, I do think that confidence piece of it is maybe a little bit underrated, that when you have guys who don't have that, that past history of success to fall back on and, you know, don't have a season or two seasons of, hey, you know, those those last couple of weeks didn't go the way that you wanted it to, but, you know, I, I know what kind of player I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know what this looks like. You know, they got a bunch of guys who are trying to do that for the first time. And you know, Arizona is going to absolutely stress them through the air. You know, Jaden Delora is a, is a playmaker at quarterback. And if you can get some pressure on him, and, and get him, um, get him trying to freelance a little bit. He's somebody that, that you could maybe force to make a mistake or two, but he's also a really good player with some really good receivers. Jacob Cowing is going to be really hard for them to cover. Okay. McMillan's going to be really hard for them to cover. Dorian Singer is, is third in the conference in catches. So, um, you know, Arizona obviously is, is still a really flawed team, and I'm sure offensively Washington is looking at that game as a, a big opportunity to put up a bunch of points, but um, Arizona's got to be watching the film from last week and, you know, feeling like it can move the ball too. So I, I do think it's, you know, coming back home after a couple games on the road, you know, maybe some, some questions starting to seep in about what's this defense ceiling and what are they really capable of? This is a really big week to, you know, if you win, you can get to five and two. You can kind of, you can kind of correct the vibes a little bit. You can get some of those young guys feeling a little bit better about themselves. We're talking about Christian Capel of the Athletic covers the Huskies at Christian Capel on Twitter. I'm I'm curious, you know, it's we always have a different opinion of of what kind of football we like to see. Do, do you think Washington fan, if you would have told them before the season, they would have traded this offense for the defense that we've come to know about Washington? Like I I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around watching a Husky team that is really hard to stop offensively, but they can't stop anybody because I'm so used to seeing them winning games like 17 to 10 because their defense is great, but then they got an offense from 1987. Uh, do you think Husky fans are cool with that trade-off of like, hey, we can sling it around on everybody, but now we can't really stop anybody? It might be one that like in the, in the, 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 the dead feeling of the offseason when nothing's going on and you say, hey, if you can guarantee right now the offense will be night and day way better, but the defense is going to take a big step back. It might be something that some people would agree to mm-hmm. uh, when it's not right in front of them. No, you know, just knowing how frustrating last year was from that perspective. But um, I, I don't see a whole lot of happy people on Twitter when these <laughs> games are going on. <laughs> you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think the defense is kind of something that whether people took it for granted or not, I, I don't know. But it did kind of you know, under Chris Peterson and even Jimmy Lake. You could count on them being really tough against the pass. And, you know, they had some issues defending the run the last couple of years, and people were frustrated by that. But, you know, for the most part, this was going to be a, a top 25, top 20 team nationally in, in scoring defense. And um, so I, I think I think people would have been pretty pretty surprised. And, and I don't know if they, they would have lined up for taking, you know, 45 points, giving up 45 points against Arizona State. You know, I, I think, Christian, most people would tell you, despite what we don't know what their final record's going to be, I, I think it's fairly obvious. They've already matched their win total from a year ago, and I'd imagine they're going to surpass it this week, and that's just my thought. Um, DeBoer, better a head coach for everybody, I would assume, but I'm also curious, just from your perspective, what stands out about him? There's six weeks in, six games in, four and two, big one this weekend for them. What stands out about, about Kalen DeBoer that maybe you've learned throughout this process of covering them? Yeah, I would just say, and this has been driven home the last couple of weeks because it's really been the, you know, the first, 
the first sort of hint of, of negativity around the program um, during his tenure is that he's just, he's the same guy, um, and I think that's what you want. That you know he's been he's been through a, a lot of he's experienced a lot of success. He's won a lot as a head coach. Really hasn't lost that many games overall. And when you look at his, he was sixty-seven and three at the NAI level, NAIA level, and then um, a couple pretty good seasons there at Fresno State and. So, you know, he's, he's not someone – he doesn't, doesn't appear to have changed much um, after, after losses. I know players have talked about that, too, that he came in, you know, for their first team meeting after the UCLA game and was just kind of the same guy and, you know, talked about, hey, you know, he, they, they, they talk about their 1-0 mentality, going 1-0 in everything they do. And, you know, I think you can roll your eyes a little bit about uh, at that and, and it sounds a little bit cliche and it's the kind of thing that, you know, every college football coach is going to harp on, but – um, he, he does seem to be a, a pretty consistent, even keel presence. And, um, I think that's kind of, kind of helped guys buy into everything that they're, they're trying to teach them. Mm. Yeah. We're talking about Christian Capel of the athletic. When you look at, you know, we talked about this earlier, Christian, I'm curious if, if there's any dialogue on it up there. Rick Neuheisel had some comments on a radio show. I can't remember where it was, but he basically said that Oregon and Washington, it was a done deal that they were going to, to the big 10 and likely Stanford and Cal. Is that something that people are still closely following, paying attention to? Are you hearing anything? Is it back burner? Like what's been the reaction and talk about the expansion stuff so far during the season? Yeah. I mean, that, that stuff is always, it's always there. I think it's maybe pushed a little bit more to the back burner since, you know, that first kind of week or two after USC and UCLA left and it became apparent that, okay, whatever the next dominoes are, it's not like imminent, imminent. It's not going to happen right now. It's not going to happen before the season. I think once the season started, you know, most people's focus is, has been on the games, but yeah, I mean, it, you can't have a conversation about the future or, you know, Oh, the next time they play this team or the next time they play that team without thinking, well, it, you know, that that's if the Pac-12 is still around, you know, that's if, that's if this conference still exists. It's still, that's if this conference still exists in its current form. So, you know, it's, it's driven home too. They go and play at UCLA and that's the last time they're going to play at UCLA as a, as a Pac-12 team, which is kind of weird. So there's little reminders here and there. And yeah, I mean, I think, I think the season takes precedent and the games take precedent, but that stuff is, is absolutely still on everybody's mind. Uh, Christian, I, I'll ask you this, I guess, uh, halfway point of the season. H- how many wins do you think this team will have? I know people have had to recalibrate how they feel, but how many wins do you think the Huskies are going to have if you were to guess right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it kind of depends on, on who they can get back defensively and, and when. I, I called it 7-5 and five before the season. Um, I don't know that I've seen anything to make me feel like it'll be worse than that necessarily. Um, that could change if on Saturday if they if they go out and you know there's there's no defensive improvement and it's just it's just obvious that you know they're not going to be able to stop anybody. That might change some things, but um, I, I still think that the the rock bottom floor is absolutely six. I'd be surprised if they don't win seven and if they can make some adjustments defensively get some guys back figure some things out i think they still got a shot to win a couple more than that yeah you know they're guaranteed to get five because you got colorado on the schedule at some point right <laughs> it's an automatic win for everybody christian cable covers huskies for the athletic go check out the say who say potty washington football uh podcast at christian cable on twitter we always appreciate the time man thanks for it down here in portland all right thank you guys there you go christian cable of the athletics 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 